When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Safety's on. My mic's on. We got one desire. Two dancing feet. You ready? Sir. Here we go. Watch your ears. You're on a seven or six and two, three quarters still? Yeah. Nice. What up? It's January 23rd. Still in January, man. I hate the month of January. But that was uh, Call Me Maybe because it's Call Me theme and it's Women Wednesday. And that was the most obvious choice of all time. Call Me Maybe, Carly Rae Jepsen. Summer of 2000 and I'm going to guess 12. All I know is that is the song of the summer. When I think song of the summer, I think Call Me Maybe. It was the biggest song of the summer ever. Jake, you like Call Me Maybe? I know you do. Yeah, I mean, it's tough not to like the vibes around it. I mean, not through my wishing a well. Um, yeah, I think it was 2012. And man, time, times were good, you know? Mm-hmm. Like a very fun, innocent song. I don't know. It's, it's almost one of those things, you know, it's 2019 now. And you're saying, you know, this song is... So call me maybe it's just like very cute, like you know, not trying to be too over the top of blah, blah, blah. now there's you know some of these Cardi B songs, Jim. Mm. Lick this and that's wet. Wow. Mm. Wow. Mm. Wow. Mm. Mm. Lick this and that's wet. <laughs> that popular song. Yeah, that popular Cardi B song. Who may or may not be the song for tomorrow now. The lick this, that's wet. Call me a slut. Is that, is that a Cardi B song? No, man. That's James Taylor. Um, <laughs> oh, my my to- and my bad. That is James Taylor. And I only know the Jack Johnson cover of it. Yeah. Come on, lick this. Go and get wet. My day yesterday was good man um did like fun stuff around denver um final final day of of people around town still hosting Um, 
still still holding um so yeah just did uh you know we went went to a, a brewery went to a lunch spot um we played a couple games of clue which i haven't played clue in a while um and i was outmatched to be frank because of your bad brain it's like a little bit bad brain. We played two games of Clue, um, and the same gal won both times. Um, so she did. She suggest playing. She was a big fan of Clue. She was known as the Clue player coming in. Oh, um, which yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize all the. Any, I didn't realize any of the strategy. I didn't realize any of the you know track who's leaving what room and what they're guessing. Um, some process of elimination stuff. Like I was just there kind of letting it rip, um, which apparently isn't a good clue strategy. And then we, uh, we played, <laughs> it was an old card game of Oregon trail. Like the, the computer game brought to a card game, which I thought was pretty hilarious. Um, and you just like, your goal is just survive. just survive the card game like you you can play like up to six people and just one of you has to survive the Oregon trail oh dude i played that Oregon trail card game it sucks yeah it's yeah. we played it in uh california someone bought it thinking it was going to be fun we right. thought it, we all thought it was going to be fun going in it was the most like worst game we played ever sorry yeah we um we blessing and a curse uh, it didn't have the instructions with it, so we kind of made our made up any any rules that seemed like they were a toss up. We did whatever we wanted, so there was no pressure there. So that made it a little more enjoyable. Yeah, don't go by the Oregon Trail game; it sucks. Um, and then from there, we went to Punch Bowl Social, which is this place in Denver that's all yeah. games. Yeah, it's so a great it's a big, place. Yeah, big I, games. Yeah, you remember my ping pong match I had against a stranger there? Vaguely, but like no. Me, you, Matt Norris, Kraus. I mean, like vaguely, but no. Oh, you weren't there. That's why you don't remember. So no. Yeah, yeah. I went there when I was driving cross country, and we were playing ping pong. And I'm a ping pong enthusiast, and this other guy was a ping pong enthusiast as well. And he's like, "Do you want to play like a real game, me versus him?" Like he called me out. Right. And I was like, "All right, I haven't played ping pong in a while, but I can swing a paddle," you know. Backspin, side spin, four spin, all that stuff. Sure. Uh, I was down the entire match, and we had a crowd because he had like three friends there. Kraus and Norris were there. A crowd, so you know, I never played ping pong in front of a crowd. You just empty basement. With my dad. Right. I was down the whole game, Jake. Tied it at twenty one. Ended up winning like twenty four to twenty two. Damn proud of you. <clears throat> Beautiful. He was like, "Hey, you still gonna be here tomorrow? You want to come back? We can play again." And I was like, "No, I'm driving to California." So you're just going to have to sit with this loss forever, loser. You're just another sucker on my road trip across the country, stealing people's hearts and ping pong. Eat shit and lick a cut, bitch. Gotcha. So, yeah. And they just, so we did a little bowling there. So I, I, I threw a couple balls yesterday, Jim. And I, then uh, they had a, uh, they had a new VR setup. They had some VR video games that were actually kind of cool. I'm too, um, I'm too scared to do VR. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think you are, but um, it's a, a couple of the games were really cool. The guy, the guy that runs the games is uh, 
Evan and Evan of Evan and Co's favorite person in the world. So shout out game master. Wow. Game master. Yeah. Anyone like come up and hit you in the nuts while you have VR on? What's that? If I do VR in front of it with like a group of friends, like I feel like one of my friends is going to hit me in the nuts. I mean, I, I think you could say something like that earlier in life. I, I, if you're with Nick Proach, yeah. I mean, otherwise. Yeah, well, that's what I'm thinking I'm with. Well, I, I mean, no. Like, I don't think we do a ton of that stuff anymore. I don't know. Whenever I'm around Nick, I have to watch my nuts at all times. Well, all right. That's another thing for you guys then. How was, how was your yesterday? Good. Didn't leave the house. Drove Katie to work. Picked Katie up from work. And that's about all because it's still a little cold out. Nice. What did I do yesterday? Nothing, man. Just just, just churning out uh, clips. I was doing like intern work because I'm actually behind the scenes work is an, uh, at a hold right now. So I was making like uh, clips of your bet of the day pick of some of our segments. I throw them up on the YouTube, throw them up on the Instagram. Laughs from the past. I made some clips. I was just editing all day, watching some shows. I watched a fire festival documentary. Oh, nice. What were your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm fine with everything that happened. Besides that, that Jamaican lady who lost had to use 50 of her own grand. Right. 50 of her own grand. Yeah. That, that can't tough. be how you say that word, that sentence. No. She lost 50 grand. 50 of her, grand of her own money. Of her own money. So I felt bad for her. I right. didn't feel bad for anyone else. But GoFundMe just raised her a bunch of money. Like, right. I'm, I'm glad that he's in jail. I like that yeah. that guy exists. Like, you hate him. I like that he exists because it's wild that people like that exist. He got out of, he was, he got off bail for scamming people with Firefest and immediately ran another scam. Like, you have yes. to appreciate the double down there. I don't. I don't. I just, I think that guy is so far in another world. And, like, yeah. Just hate him. Like, I think that guy should be punished on the most severe, unorthodox methods as possible. Uh, well, as a businessman, he can never own a business or operate a business ever again. And he's going to jail for six years. So he's got punished. Right. I mean, I'd, I'd like to get a little more outside the box there, even. I think... Uh, you want to put a virtual reality headset on him and then just punch him in the nuts for 10 years straight? No, I think... Like, to be fully daggers at that guy, like, he can never go into a nightclub again. Oh, or that yeah. guy can never get on an airplane. Okay, that's cool. How about that? Yeah. Like, no I don't want him to have easy access to anywhere in the world. Like, you lost uh, you lost a privilege no, by being He's the on the no-fly list. Literally can't get on an airplane. That's Mine, my rule. Mining Krause's hockey coach was on the no-fly list. His name was Mike Holmes, and he said there was a terrorist named Mike Holmes so he was on the no-fly list. So every time he flew, it was like an ordeal. Like, man, I really hope that another Jim O'Brien out there doesn't fuck up that for me. Yeah, you, you might want to get the Jim O'Briens together in the yeah. world. To let's, make all, sure. let's all agree. None of us are going to be terrorists because I would really ruin it for the rest of us. Yeah. So don't put my name on the no-fly list. Although I did that once, but not bad. I, I signed into the airport uh, and I just typed my name as Jim O'Brien and then I bought an extra bag. I, I paid for like internet and then I went to get bored and they were like, your plane doesn't take off for another 10 hours. And I was like, well, what did I just check in as? And they were like another Jim O'Brien. He's going to Minnesota. Are you going to Minnesota? I was like, Oh fuck. Tell that guy he's welcome for all his internet and seats. 
Welcome, Jim O'Brien. Then I was stuck at the airport for 24 hours. Remember that? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, sucked. All right. All right. Let's go into sports. We good? Let's go to sports. We good? Oh, you know what? The Fire Fest, what I was going to say? Hats sure. off to the the media team, the social media team. Yeah. Like, that was great advertisement for them. If I have a legit company, I'm using those guys. Yeah. They did a bang-up job. Great job. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Let's go into the sports. Mariano Rivera is the first unanimous Hall of Fame first ballot getter in her. And uh, uh, Mike Messina moves. He also got in. The Islanders lost in a shootout. There you have it. There's your tri-state news update. A lot of other shows are going to water you down with some stuff you don't care about. Maybe St. John's basketball, high school basketball, not here. Just the important things. Just the hard-hitting news. The yeah. first ballot Hall of Famer getting in her. Yep. First ballot Hall of Famer got in her, Mariana Rivera. All these stories are coming out about Mo being like the greatest human ever, which is always fun. Yeah. We're, I think we're both happy that they actually got it right and they they voted him in. Yeah, I never thought I'd see a unanimous Hall of Fame baseball player just because I thought there would always be someone who's an asshole or just goes out of their way. Because, I mean, dude, think actually think about how much publicity, if one person didn't vote for Mo, how much publicity they'd be getting right now. Well, that dude that that wrote up saying he wasn't going to vote for him, he was like, no, I'm not going to not vote him. I'm just going to abstain from the whole thing. He ended up voting and voting for Mo. And was like, I had a change of heart. Like, shut up, dude. You didn't have a change of heart. You, yeah. saw, you saw a way to get people to know your name. So, yeah, I, I never thought it would happen. But now, Jake, I think it should not be a coveted thing anymore. Like, now we should just throw it out the water. Like next. Oh, no, Jim. Are you kidding me? I, this is going to be such a thing. This is going to be more of a thing. Now that now that the wall is broken, it's going to be who's next. It's so stupid to me, the ballot games. Because, like, Jeter next year, right? Sure. The precedent has been set that he's not a first ballot unanimous Hall of Famer. But I think Jeter's a first ballot Hall of Famer. So if you were to ask all 400... Why has the president been set that he's not? Because there was none. There was zero. Preston had been said that no one was until Mo. Okay, but I, I thought you were relating that to Jeter. I don't see why how that relates. It doesn't. So take away Mariano. The precedent has been set before Mariano that Jeter would not be a first ballot unanimous Hall of Famer. Why? Because like you and I... I mean, just, someone had to break it. You could say the same thing about Mo up till yesterday. I am saying the same thing about Mo. Take Mo away, Okay. Right. And the precedent before Mariano has been set that Jeter would not get in unanimously. I don't agree with that. You just said you didn't think Mariano would get in. I didn't think anyone would ever. So take away what happened yesterday. Okay. Jeter, the precedent has been set that he wouldn't get in. Well, there also has been a lot of buildup in recent years that they did want to do this to the point that it actually happened. Yes. So I don't I don't think I don't I don't like the way you're phrasing it. I, I just think Jeter has Jeter has a chance. Everyone has a chance. It's just never happened, and now it did happen. I'm just going to move on. 
Wow. Well, I mean, you you cut off the first phrase of what I was saying and didn't even understand it. All right, well, let's it. hear it so the, so the fans can enjoy it. Okay, so there's 425 people that voted yesterday. Sure. Next year, if you asked all 425 of them, is Derek Jeter a Hall of Famer? All of them would say, of course he is. Yes, he is. So then he should just be in on the first vote. They should take away this stupid prestige of the, oh, he got it on the first ballot. He was unanimous. If everyone agrees that Derek Jeter's going to be in the Hall of Fame eventually, just vote him in right away and lose this stupid charade of like, oh, it's the coveted unanimous spot. And then if there's certified Hall of Famers, just get it over with and let other people on the ballot do what they're doing below. Well, that's the whole point of first ballot Hall of Fame. That's why that's such a big popular term. Yeah, but I think Jeter will be a first ballot Hall of Famer. I'm saying take away the unanimous object. Like, it shouldn't be this. Now that we've broken the seal, just let it, like, Jeter should be a first ballot Hall of Famer. So for You someone, don't actually think that's going to happen, right? No, I don't think that's going to happen, but I'm saying that it should happen. This is my opinion. Oh, well, it's, I mean, it's the best of the best, man. This is why people do MJ and LeBron arguments all day, like, people. Now people are going to be more thirsty for, well, will Jeter be able to do it? Who's next? They're already talking Mike Trout and stuff. Like, it's not going away. Yeah, but I, I know that it's not going away. I'm saying I want it to go away. Oh, I'm trying to be a realist with you, Big Daddy. Well, we both thought it would never happen anyway, and now it's happened. Exactly. Yeah, so I think, like, guys who, Messina, it was very highly debated if he would get in at all. Right. So then let that work out naturally. Jeter... Uh, like Trout eventually, probably. There's probably some other people coming up that I can't think of right now. Everyone knows they're going to be in the Hall of Fame. So who cares if he only gets 99% next year compared to 100? Just everyone vote honestly. People care. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that they care. This is weird because you opened up saying like you ne- there's always going to be an asshole, and now you're like in favor of the asshole. No, I'm not in favor of it. I just think... I think Jeter is a little more controversial, but I think there's still a chance like now and it could go the other way now that, like you said, it could almost be a good thing. Like if everyone's guard is down now, like it happened, like now that everyone's ever, all the Jim O'Brien's in the world decided they're not going to be an asshole to TSA. That's what the baseball voters just did. Mm -hmm. So now like we, we could get it again. Now I believe now that it's happened, I think it changes everything. Yes. So you agreed with me from the very start. Yeah, I, I just told you I didn't like the way you phrased it. You got mad. I think you just wanted to play devil's advocate and didn't even really know what I was saying there because we agree on oh, 100. You phrased it weird. I'm telling you. Ask the people. Put it in the poll. We agree 100% on everything I said, but you made that a struggle. You, dude, you got frustrated about that. I was trying to help out the people. You said it really weird. Now that the wall is broken, I think they shouldn't care about it anymore. Everyone agrees Jeter's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, people are going to care about it. But, but they're going to. But I don't I want them to. I'm talking fans, Jim. But I don't. Like, I don't want them to. It's going to be a big debate. Like, oh, well, Derek Jeter was one of the two unanimous Hall of Famers. They're so much better than your guys, and it, it just people are going to care. Yeah, but I I know that people are going to care. I think the voters shouldn't care. Like, there shouldn't be one guy that's like, no, Jeter, I'm going to wait till my second year to vote him in. If everyone agrees he's going to be a Hall of Famer, just vote him in. All right. That's how I think it should go from now on. The Islanders lost in a shootout. Bummer. Blackhawks were wearing some dumb uniforms. Go look at the uniforms the Blackhawks wore last night. I don't know if they wear these a lot. 
but they are gross looking. I mean, let's, let's use those words. Go on. They're gross looking. They they're look, like the all black jerseys, like yeah, the black and white. The black and white. So I like I like the black and red old school Blackhawks, but these black and white ones I didn't like at all. They look better on the picture than they did like in the on the ice when I was watching the game. Yeah, I don't know if I like the double stripes thing. You you and you and Baldy are my hockey hockey jersey guys. I I look at hockey jersey, I pretty much see the same thing. You you guys have a whole nother world of fashion that I, I don't really know about. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't like these. Now, hold on. You are. Are you on my screen? Can you see me? I'm on your screen. I can see you. Okay, here we go. Do you see uh, these ones? Oh, yeah. I like these ones. Yeah, those look old school. Yeah, I don't like these ones. No, those look very bad. Those are the black and white stripe ones we're talking about. I mean, those are referee stuff. Yeah, yeah. I they that's what they wore last night versus the Islanders, and um, I did not like them. Gross. All right, let's go into the uh, national news. You ready? National news. Jim, we've got a lot of the first Super Bowl talk. Well, it's not the first Super Bowl, but all the little stuff that comes out. We'll hit them all in a little bit. Sean McVay. Yells about the refs missing a call for them in the New Orleans game. Yeah, get those New Orleans people real pissed off. We got an angry New Orleans fan filing a lawsuit, putting up billboards in Atlanta. That'll help. No. NFL to look into reported laser flash at Tom Brady during AFC title game. McVay will either become the youngest head coach or Bill Belichick will become the oldest head coach. <gasps> the Rams on offense. Todd Gurley has 4.9 yards per carry this season. The Patriots on defense. Give up 4.9 yards per carry this season. Holy Toledo's. Jim, also in Baseball Hall of Fame, Edgar Martinez, a DH, gets in with a good amount of the vote. We'll see if that changes anything. Serena Williams loses in the Aussie last night, Jim, and Darren McFadden arrested on DWI charge after falling asleep in a fast food chain's drive through lane. Been there. <laughs> Falling asleep in the drive-thru lane is just everyone who's ever been in college has had that moment where you're so drunk and you're like, food's good. No, but just go to sleep, dude. You don't need the food. Food's good. And then you like really wonder what, what your body wants. McFadden took guess. He guessed wrong. Guessed food. His body was like, nah, dude, it was sleep. Sleep, bro. <laughs> go Sorry. To, go to sleep. That sucks. That sucks. Wonder what stage he was in. Did he order? I'm hoping he ordered, pulled forward, fell asleep. Oh yeah, that that seems like the biggest trap there. Like you, once you get the order placed, you're like, wow, mission accomplished. But then if they give you one of those, like, hey, can you just pull ahead? Like it's gonna be a minute. I mean, then oh, all wow. rules are off. Yeah. yeah, then I feel bad for him. Well, no, he shouldn't have been driving drunk, but you you know what I mean. Yeah. Um. So the Saints, they're, the Saints are filing a lawsuit, Jake. Mm-hmm. Damages in Saints ticket holder lawsuit against Roger Goodell and the NFL, NFL include mental anguish and emotional trauma. Sure. Loss of faith in the NFL. 
Loss of enjoyment of life. <laughs> uh, loss of entertainment and distrust of the game, which is the same as loss of faith. So that's they're doubling up there. So yeah. you think they're going to win? I don't. I think. Uh, I mean, I think the judge just says that's sports. And hammers his thing. This is sports. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. I think you got it. Yeah. I mean, I understand the ref blew the call, but what's next? You're going to file a lawsuit over a player? You can file that same grievance, all those things, over against a player for pitching bad. Or yeah. against Boone for not taking out Severino in game three. I can say, hey, Boone, you just gave me mental anguish, emotional trauma, loss of faith in your coaching ability, loss of enjoyment in life, loss of entertainment, because now there's not going to be more games, and I distrust your coaching style. I can sue you. So, like, what's... What are these fans thinking? I mean, people want people want to make a headline. I don't uh, like they know they know nothing's going to happen. Should I be hired as the NFL's lawyer? I think I just did a bang up job. You could apply. You talk to Roger. <laughs> law. law. Me, you you put down a lot of these Super Bowl things. What what do you like? Which, which of these jumps out to you? Dude, can I tell you that I love, I mean, I think everyone does. I don't think I'm being contrarian or, or weird, but the build up to the Super Bowl, like maybe some people think it's too much media, like media row and media day. And like, mm. I don't, I'm not even, I like the MLB better than the NFL, but I just love the glitz and glam, the pomp and circumstance that comes with the Super Bowl. Like my favorite thing listening to Francesa was when he would have just do Super Bowl trivia for three weeks straight. And it was just six hours of listeners hearing the same question. Cause you had to answer four questions and he used the first question like a thousand times. Anyone, right. anyone in the, the tri-state area that listened to Francesa during Super Bowl knows exactly what I'm talking about. And uh, you're like, someone calls in he's like, Oh, who won the first Super Bowl? And then they get that wrong. And you're like, you fucking idiot. He's asked that seven times. I love it. Maybe we host our own Super Bowl contest, but all these little facts and nuggets that come out because there's going to be them for every year. Right. And then you find them so interesting. I think the youngest coach, oldest coach, whoever wins, it's going to be the youngest or the oldest coach to win a Super Bowl. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. And I mean, that that's I, I think I, I phrased it out yesterday pretty good. But yeah, it is. I mean, I, I said the Patriots get this a lot, but it's going to be like. If the Rams win this, it's full, like, McVay and Goff, you are the new Belichick and Brady, basically. Or it's them, or it's Belichick and Brady winning and being like, not yet, young friends, you have much to learn. I like that. You think Belichick's going to say that in his handshake? And that odd voice Belichick used there. Nice try, Sean, but you've got much to learn. That's what he's going to say at the handshake? Gator, so. Gatorade soaked Belichick, the confetti falling from the sky, sticking to his wet shoulders and neck. Sean McVay, dry, sad. Good game, coach. You've got much to learn. <laughs> sticking to my wet shoulders and neck. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Cardi B. <laughs> Nick it, suck it. What was the lyric? Whoa, man. <laughs> This is a family show, bro. You think there's ever been like a family listening? Like a husband puts it on for his wife and there's uh, uh, like little kids in the backseat and they're like, he's like, no, this is funny, guys. You're going to enjoy it. And the wife and the kids are like, dad, stop. You're going to like this. <laughs> You're going to really like this.
Uh, what about uh, Sean McVay saying, you know, the refs missed some calls on us too. Yeah, I mean, I I, I kind of have to see the delivery. Was it like? That's uh, actually a really good call. You know what I'm saying? Like if it's whiny, like, well, did you? Maybe you guys forgot, but they also missed that face mask call. Or if McVeigh was like, you know, they missed a couple calls. There's a face mask. Like, you know, we played a football game. Then it's yeah, that's the right way to do it. Yeah, that's a good call. Because if he kind of says it tongue in cheek, that's awesome. Right. But if he whines, that's annoying as hell. Yeah. But either way, that's how the that's how it works. Either way, that's how it works, man. Uh, anything else we got here? No, I, I, we didn't have it out here, but it was pretty, I, I don't know if you saw this, the, uh, number five team in the country, um, won on a buzzer beater last night, college basketball. Oh, wow. Wow. Did you, catch it? did you happen to catch that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe we can get to that in the future. I watched the whole game. Did you see, I'm, I'm just scrolling right now. Do you see your, your sharks final score from last night? I did not. What was it? Shark seven, cap six in overtime. Seven to six. Three to two after the first, two to two after the second. No, that's how many scored. <laughs> Five to four after the second. And then uh, looks like six to six after the third. The Sharks scored two goals in every period, and then they got the winner in OT. Good job, Sharks. I used to be a Sharks fan. Used to be. You're, you're a hockey guy. I, I'm... I, I try to find my hockey guy spots and spurts, spots and spurts, spots and spurts, Cardi B. Um, like, do you think if you watch this game, like today, if I was like, hey, Jim, let's let's watch this Sharks game. Do you think it would be, like, really fun to watch or we'd be like, eh? Watching it live, right? Not watching the replay? I, yeah, I guess, yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, yeah, I think it would be really fun. I think I – think, Okay. I think – if it's close, it's close. You know what I mean? Right. And there's a lot of action there for fans that, yeah, I think that's fun. I don't think hockey, because I understand you're saying like sometimes in baseball, if it's like a 15 to 14 win, it's kind of like, this is fun, but a kind of shitty game, you know? Yeah. Or, or in football, when it's like that Rams, Kansas City game, it's like, this was entertaining, but not really the best football. Just right. touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. But I think with hockey, their scoring is at a premium anyway. So, like, you get a game like this, you're kind of like, whoa, barn burner. Action every five minutes, you get a goal. So, I think it, I think it's cool. You don't want it every game, but it's pretty good. Yeah. Hockey Live is awesome. The other, the other thing wow. we, we didn't mention is that um, Edgar Martinez and Roy Holiday also got voted into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I mentioned Edgar. Kind of crazy that... Uh... I guess the DH stuff is, is somewhat out the window too, because, and the other thing that I think is important about Edgar Jim is that like his, a lot of his counting stats, there's guys out there. Like I think Fred McGriff has a lot of better counting stats, but people have like started to respect like, well, Edgar Martinez was just a flat out better hitter than Fred McGriff. So yeah. we're going to put him in the hall of fame. Yeah. I don't know much about Edgar Martinez's, career like i didn't follow along closely enough so i don't know i have no opinion on if he should be in the hall of fame or not roy holiday should be in the hall of fame because roy holiday for a decade dominated like he was right. one of the best i think that's what it goes if if you play and for a decade you are a premier top three at your position 
right? And then your ancillary years on the bookends of that 10-year stretch are also good. They're not like the best, but they're good. I think that's a Hall of Fame career. I'm looking From at that Roy Holiday, Denver, Colorado. Did you know that? I did not. That's pretty cool, though. Look that. He uh, Roy Holiday. He Cy Young in 03, third in Cy Young in 06, fifth in 07, second in 08, fifth in 09, sixth in 2010, and ninth in 2011. Cy Young votes one, two, three, four, five, six years in a row, and in four six seasons, All Star looks like. Nine times. He was good. Yeah, I mean, during that uh, t- 10-year stretch, 02 through 2011, 170 and 75. So that 10 years, won 70% of his games, ERA under three, um, just a workhorse through a ton of innings, 63 complete games which in that 10-year span, which I think <laughs> we'll end up looking back at and being like, wow, this guy still threw complete games in 2011? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Apparently, I'm talking to someone from the Star Wars universe. Um, but yeah, really good. 250 innings one year. Nice. 266 in 03. 266 in 03. I mean, he was young then. I mean, the, the 250 was 2010. That's like modern baseball. It's crazy. Yeah. So he was uh, so one of our friends asked us and in a in a private message, which is, I think, allowed to do privately. Would he have been a Hall of Fame first ballot Hall of Famer if he hadn't right. recently died? That's a, a question that I think people, some people have on their minds is rude to voice, but fair on the inside. What do you think? But I think he, he was, he is like, I think he was first bout hall of famer. Yeah. Like it, it might've been like a little tighter, but like, like we, we don't, we don't care about that stuff anymore. No, those are the things people wonder, but they don't say out loud. Right. Which I'll, I'll bring it to, I'll bring it to the people in a, in a, in a, in a, a way that I think isn't rude. In a way. In a way. And that's the half halftime. Halftime. This is my last day uh, doing this with uh, basically just an empty house. Yeah, we uh, we're we're trading grinds. Um, I'm I'm so excited for the next week and a half to to kind of hermit a little bit, get, get my workouts in, do my work, not really leave the apartment. That's what my life's been. I was upset cause I got into a great routine and then Christmas ruined it. Now I've been in such a good routine. I don't think this is going to ruin it. Katie's parents are coming for the next week and then her best friend's coming for 10 days after that. So it's 17 days with a guest in the house. I just feel bad because I, I loud up the whole house when I talk, uh, when we, do oh, the, yeah. when we do this show. And they're going to be like, why is Jimmy yelling, like, uh, lick it, get it wet, or whatever? Right. And then Zimmer will be like, it's just Cardi B. You think Zimmer will say that? No. My favorite thing is uh, right now is Zimmer's sleeping, and he's a good old man, so he just sleeps really long. And Katie, sure. Katie feeds him in the morning, so she comes in here while we're recording, and she puts his food bowl in front of his sleeping nose. And it's kind of like the Michael Scott in the office waking up to the smell of bacon because Zim wakes up and he's all like, hmm, huh? food He's <laughs> like the nicest wake up ever. Makes me smile, man. I like that. He just ate. Now he just came back in his bed and he's balled up again. I like that when you and Zim are happy. Zim is my dude. Yeah. Right. Buddies. Buddies. I read the news today. Oh, boy. And though the 
A Pennsylvania woman tried to kidnap a kangaroo from the petting zoo and take it to Florida. A man turned himself in to the FBI for killing Abraham Lincoln in 1865. A woman is marrying her own duvet. Old news, bitch, I already married my mug. A woman that was famous for hiking in her bikini froze to death. A controversial startup, Ambrosia, offers adults young blood transfusions as an anti-aging therapy. Florida man injures penis using unregulated god snake oil to increase his penis size. I read the news today, oh boy. Some good stories here. A light Tuesday. Just one day of news, but it keeps coming. The news never stops, Jake. Never sleeps. I, I got one thing I need, I need to go back and touch on. Roy Holiday's full name, Harry Leroy Holiday. I think we missed out on Harry Holiday. Yeah, maybe he didn't want Harry Holiday. I mean... Call, call him the old fashioned. I'm Team Harry Holiday all day. What about what's going on with Leroy? This is his middle name, so I guess he went Roy. He wasn't in the Leroy. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I didn't know. I thought Leroy was an African American name. I I I'd never heard seen a white guy named Leroy, but I'm not familiar with the name Leroy at all. Yeah, Leroy's faded out a little bit. I don't know. I, I picture it as just like an old-timey name. Like, oh, go check with Leroy down at the shop. He'll look at your car for you. You might do. That might be true. But his nickname, Doc Holiday, is the coolest. Yeah, Doc's good. We'll let it go. But Harry Holiday. Um, I'm your Huckleberry. I don't know. The, the first thing that got me was the the Ambrosia startup with the the blood bag. Just because I I do I I very much enjoy that episode of Silicon Valley, where the guy has a blood boy. I don't know if you've seen that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you want this? You're pretty young looking already, but your body is might be aging bad. You you bruise easily. Oh, body's aging real bad. Um. I don't know. I mean, this this crosses a few of my boundaries, though. Like, I don't love doing anything that's really, like, medical stuff. Um, I don't know. I guess I could be talked into it. I want to be, like, I'm not excited for it. I'm not like, oh, thank God, I can finally get some blood infusions and, and feel a little better. But I don't know. If, if in five years a doc's like, yo, we're going to pump some 22-year-old blood in you, you're going to feel great. I mean, I'm not going to say no, you know? Have you ever donated blood? In like high school, yeah. I don't think I ever have. Was that mean? Does it mean to like I'm an organ donor if I die? Like I, I, I think someone will reach out and be like, "Yo, go do it," because it's something you can do. But I don't know. Yeah, I'm too cynical. Okay. I'm like they don't need my blood. They're not. They're just like hoarding blood. You think they're just keeping the blood away from you? Yeah, every now and then there's a story like, we have too much blood. We don't need any more. And you're like, okay. Huh. Safe. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Do you like this? No, I'd never. Do you ever have an- another person's blood in you? Whoa. Hopefully not. Blood brothers, maybe. I'd like to have a blood brother eventually. Right. Um, hmm. Another person's blood in me. 
Yeah, I think hopefully not. But I mean, if it's gonna help me live, then yeah. But like a, 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 a organ donor, I guess. I don't believe in this. Like, I don't think this works. You don't think this young blood helps you feel better? No. I don't think okay. anything's going to help me not age. Although the people in Hollywood do a bang up job of not aging. Well, you already, I mean, I've, I've told you for years, the deal. What's the deal? Everyone's, it's a hor- it's an orgy over in Hollywood. Well, Hollywood is one big orgy, but Hollywood, like you, once you start getting popular, like you have a fight or flight period where it's, you either get crazy popular or you kind of fade off into the abyss and there's like a little sweet spot for people that don't that stay in the middle. That's for like drug booze, all the scary stuff in the world. And you have like a chance of dying. Mm. But if you get past that, you live forever. Nice. Okay. Liam Neeson is an action star. The guy's 60 years old. Someone I was recently reading a thread uh, about, man, I, I get in some weird place. Cause I just, click things on the internet and I'm, I read everything but if someone was complaining about how taken three had too many cut scenes like it was like Liam Neeson running up the stairs why didn't they just do it in one shot and someone responded because sure. he's 60 years old you dumbass he can't run yeah. upstairs <laughs> he no, runs up I, four stairs and they cut it and I was like that's good point good point it, it blows my mind I mean if you go through a list I mean even I'm, I'm trying to think of who the young guys are now I mean like Jason Statham was was one of the younger action stars now, but he's getting older. I mean, how old is The Rock? I mean, I know he's always been a physical fitness. Um, how old I do you mean, think The Rock is? Absolute freak show. Guess, guess. Don't pull it up. How old do you think? 45. He is? He's 46. Good guess. Um, but like, yeah, and we just assume that's normal. And again, I, I always take it back to this. I, I mean... I, how old is Bruce Willis right now? And he's still coming out in action movies. He's in the new action movie uh, Split or whatever it is, or whatever the new one is. Yep. Bruce Willis is 63 years old. Oh, yeah. He's an action movie star. Yeah. Picture, go, if you're in your office, I, I probably do this every two, three months. Go in your office and find someone who's 63 years old today. And how are they looking? Do they look like an action star? Probably not. If they are, that's cool, though. It's probably cool. We'll probably get someone like, oh, there's a guy in my office who does triathlons. I don't care. All right, here are some other 63-year-olds t- to compare. Bill Gates sure. is 63. Right. Yo-Yo Ma, 63. Mm. <laughs> Billy Idol and Billy Bob Thornton. No, actually, what I had pulled up, Jake, was other 29-year-olds, because you and I are 29. Right. And see if there's any shocking ones. Taylor Swift is the same age as us. Uh, Chris Brown, who just uh, got arrested for rape. Bad job, Chris Brown. You're a terrible person. Um, And Liam Hensworth is our same age, which blows my mind. Really? That's a tough one. That one hurts. I think of him as so much older and better. And um, there was one more. Cam Newton. Scam Newton. Scam Newton. Our age. All right. The 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 uh, story that I want to get into is the man who turned himself into the FBI for killing Abraham Lincoln in 1865. Yeah. Arrest him. Yeah. Sure. You can't have him. Can't have him on the loose. Death penalty. This dude thinks he's a murderer. And if he is, if he's telling the truth, arrest him. Nothing to lose here by arresting this guy. 
Yeah, I mean, that would be all parties doing doing the right thing, right? 71-year-old Leroy. Holy shit. Big Leroy show. Oh, my God. The Leroys. <laughs> Timothy Anderson. Leroy Timothy Anderson. Roy Tim Ant. Claims he worked for 35 years as a time-traveling assassin for a secret governmental agency and says he killed people at various times going from 1678 to 2,239. Why did he turn himself in in 2019? Dude, uh, that kind of stuff weighs on you, man. Yeah, but why go to the year 2019 to turn yourself in? Uh, that's a question for him, Jim. I mean, I don't, I, you know, the stuff that's going on in 2239, how do you even say dates? I have no idea. You're, um, I thought you were like a 2018, 2019, so you would say 2239. I have no idea. I have no idea how to say that. I'm so excited I don't have to live to the year 2239. Because right now I'm a big 2018, 2019. 2,239? Yeah, like that's a mouthful. Yeah, that's exhausting. I don't know. But I do just say like 1922. I don't say 1922. So I think, I'm, so I think I'd be a 2239. It just sounds weird to us. The 20s are going to be roaring, man. 2021, 2022. Rip roaring. How many? I'm excited for the roaring 20. There's going to be so many flapper parties this New Year's. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. The whole world's uncreative. It might be a good time to get into, like, flapper party supply business just because there's going to be so many rolling 20s parties. Should I just go thrift store shopping shopping right now and just hoard flapper outfits, rebrand them, put a tag on it that says, like, authentic flapper dress, and then sell it flapper barely know her my nana elizabeth madigan passed away she was 102 years old was so proud of her picture of her as a flapper from the 20s she would carry it around with her and show everyone yeah yeah it was pretty cool how is she looking not for nothing uh it's like black and white and like the flappers like i don't know wasn't like she's looked great she's a wonderful woman okay how old was she in the 20s she was born in 1911 so okay. she was like in, it was probably late 20s or mid 20s, and she was like a teenager, like 16 to 20 something. Yeah, back then. Okay. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. Flappers. There's a really funny sound clip I could throw right now, but I don't have it. I sent it to the group chat one. I was watching a documentary. Uh, I think it was a Ken Burns documentary, and this old man was talking about the sexual revolution of the 1920s. Sure. And he's like, it's not that. We weren't having sex before the 20s. We just didn't know about the clitoris. Mm. <laughs> Amen. I remember back then I, I took a video of it and I sent it to our group chat. I don't think anyone appreciated it, but I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, I think like to find that clip. Who Who's a business person and wants to go scour eBay? We'll do a conglomerate. We have people that listen all over the country. You go to your local e, uh, Goodwill, Savers, Salvation Army, we buy up all the flapper stuff. You send it to me. I'll put money in. I'll package them. I'll rebrand them. When December 2019 comes around, I will make a killing selling flapper stuff, and you, everyone who participated gets a percentage. Free money. 
which I mean, easy segue if you want it, but yeah, that's a free money business. Okay. Do we want a segment or do you want to talk about the Florida man who injured his penis using unregulated God snake oil? Because I mean, I'm not going to click that link, but I mean, I'll I'm, click I'm it. happy for I'll him. I'll click it. You got to Do you have an ad blocker set up now with your new computer? No idea. You should get that. Florida man injures penis using unregulated God snake oil. I mean, it kind of makes sense. Like snakes are somewhat similar to penises. If it's God, God does great things, and it's oil, right. no harm. You could rub any oil on anything. It just sucks he got hurt. Yeah, get better, bud. <laughs> the plan was sound. <laughs> oh, he said... Was it? <laughs> he, he said, despite the side effects, it was definitely effective. I can't believe the increase in length and girth. Just be careful what you do with your dick. You only get one. <laughs> Amen. So, yeah, actually, God, God snake oil, it worked, he said. It just, besides the side effect where he had to go to the hospital, everything else was fine. That was heavy. Yeah, that was heavy. All right, here we go. Here we go. Bed of the day, it's the bed of the day. Bed of the day, bed of the day. Stepping up to the mic, we have a man on fire. And he is on a one-game winning streak. It's a new day. It's a whole new ball game. It's going to be a whole new ball game. So brace yourselves, people. Whole new ball game. So brace yourselves, people, because the man of the hour is on a winning streak. What's he going to do now? Is the pressure off or is the pressure even more so on? Jake, game last night was wild. Wait, you know how you have your soundboard over there? Yeah. Well, I've got my soundboard over here, and I just I want to play this sound clip for you guys. Oh, I can't believe you're picking Minnesota. That pick is that pick's such a loser. Oh, why, why are you why are you going to pick Minnesota? Michigan's a lot. That pick, you're a loser. So that was a clip from yesterday's episode. And, uh, yeah, dad is on fire. Did you watch like, that? I am, I am hot, hot. Yeah. Did you watch um, I was tracking it. I was tracking it from my phone. So I was watching it, and Min- Minnesota came out just going great, right? Right. They were up at half. Then they got stuck at 39 points for about eight minutes. I think it, was, it had to be eight possessions. They just were stuck at 39 while Michigan is just lighting it up. I think it got to 12 points at one point. Um, And then they went crazy. They came back and and tied it up. And there was a crazy buzzer beater, which was weird because the clocks read zero by the time he got it off. But those clocks didn't have the zero point blank blank areas. Right. So the official clock, it was zero point like zero seven. But on the scoreboard they don't have the points whatever it was weird michigan yeah. ended up winning that was the first time i straight up didn't care about who won or lost because i was interested in just the spread which is sounds right. weird but i'm not a gambling person i've never been i've never ever watched a game for the spread until we started doing better the day and i and then now so right which is everyone else does that normally well jim we you know what what got me out of this was me going to my roots. That whole story I told, the chipmunks in the trains. Very poetic, very beautiful. Did you see uh, me and me and Evan are both tweeting from the John Boy and Jake account, so it's getting doubled up a little. We both tweeted office gifts at the same time, not planned. 
Uh, but did you see my tweet? Because it made me, made me laugh out loud, which is a lot. Kidmunk, Kidmunk tweet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is good. I'm I'm glad it left an impression on you. Go, um, going with the Gophers to break the slump because one time when you were little, you called them the Chipmunks. Genius. Yeah. <laughs> Free money. I mean, buying twenty flap twenties flappers outfits, and then Jake's bet of the day. And Jim, I. I got to keep it at home. That's what I've realized. I got to keep things high and tight. I got sloppy. I started peacocking. That's how you go on a losing skin. So, Jim. So, Jim. I'm going to keep it with one of my favorite basketball teams. The New York Knicks. Wow. Houston is favored by seven and a half points. I want to say first. This is also how you got into your slide, betting with your heart. You went to the OKC game. You bet that. James. Then you went UConn. James. Okay. James. All right, all right, all right, all right. James, don't make me hit the soundboard with those Michigan clips from yesterday. Um, Jim, the Rockets are favored by seven and a half over my Knicks. And, Jim, I love my Knicks. They're, you know, they're part of my heart. Houston is going to steamroll them. You're taking Houston minus seven and a half. The Rockets will win by eight points or more. They're probably going to win by double digits, maybe triple digits. Hmm. Hmm. Seven and a half. Where's the game? It's in MSG. Now, Cantor's playing, right? He's starting now because the other guy got hurt. Cantor's around. Because if Cantor's getting major minutes, it's a loss because that guy sucks. They, can't guard anyone. The Knicks, they, the, in London, they were there was a close game. The Wizards. Yep. Close game with the 76ers. Blown out by the Pacers. Blown out by the Warriors. Blown out by OKC. Yeah. And who are they playing? They're playing the... Uh, Houston Rockets. Have they played... James Harden's on like a crazy scoring streak. Yeah, they haven't played the Rockets yet this year. Yep. Uh, and the Rockets are going to win... You're saying they're gonna win. Oh, uh, what if uh, what if the that dude from yesterday solved the case and now Cantor's gonna go out and just try to double up Booker, whatever his name is, and just annoy Harden? Oh, you think he's gonna go full? Uh, okay, I th- Corey. I, I think Corey Booker. Corey Brewer. Brewer. I think Cantor saw what Corey Brewer did to Harden. And he might think, oh, I'm a fun, annoying guy like that, too. I'm a pest. And he's going to try and go out past Corey, and it's just going to suck. And everyone's like, dude, Cantor, you ruin everything. That would be the Knicks' best chance of covers, Cantor doing that and him and Harden getting double ejected. That's that's the Knicks' best hope to keep this game within eight points. I love that strategy. When my hockey yeah. team was in the state championship game, we had a hot hit on our team, and the other team, San Jose Sharks, junior team they were like their strategy is just get him kicked out right away he was our starting right right winner. his name was jeff something he's a crazy kid and before the opening face-off they just started like picking a fight with him sure he got thrown out before before the game clock even ran our our right forward got thrown out of the game and we were just like you're an idiot dude you're just such a stupid idiot right what was i gonna do he was fucking trying to fight me i gotta fight back like you're so dumb so that, yeah. that would be cool if Cantor did that, but he's not going to, and the Knicks are going to lose by a million thousand. I'm with you. Oh, I think Jake just bounced from the entire chat as I agreed with him. Wow. Wow. He's out of here. He's out. I don't know what just happened, but 
I'll give you my answer. It's uh, Jake is stupid, but he's smart. Jake's stupid, but he's smart. I think that ends the show unless Jake snaps back into the chat real quick. We were supposed to give our our picks for the golf. Uh, maybe we'll do that in a tweet since Jake is no longer here. That's the end of the show. Thank you guys very much for listening. Go follow John Boy and Jake on Twitter or Instagram. Also, please subscribe to the podcast. If some of you guys just listen every day but don't subscribe, subscribe. That would help us. Uh, some people don't subscribe to things that they listen every day. Actually, I do that on on shows that I know I'm just binging and not going to come back to, so I understand it. But you guys, if you listen every day, subscribe. That would be really cool. Tell all your friends. Have fun. And uh, we'll see you later. See you later. What song are we playing? Call Me Maybe. All right, here we go. Oh, you're back. Kind of. I just did the outro. Do you have a golf pick? Oh, the golf pick. Yeah, people, join the league. Um, I am... I'm between a couple guys. Is that okay? Why don't we do our picks not part of the show, just part of like a video that I put on Twitter? Okay. Because we're at a minute. I mean, if, if we get the if we get the picks out early enough for tomorrow, because that's technically tomorrow. What time's tee off? Got to double check. It's in California. Okay, so, so that pro- that helps us. All right, so we're not going to do our picks right now because the show's wrapping up. I already did an outro. We'll do a second outro and we'll give our, we'll give our picks either today on social media or tomorrow on the show, depending on what time everything tees off tomorrow. There you go. There we go. See ya, Jake. Let's see, Jake. see everyone else. A little call me, maybe call me baby. Our friend Ken Paserno used to go to the bar and it was right when those, it was right when those, DJ things where you can pay and play songs started becoming really popular at bars and Ken would just put call me maybe on like four times in a row. The first time I don't four. I don't know, all night. The first time people would love it. And then the second time they'd be like, aha, what a funny joke, and then the third time they'd be mad. Who has a skit about that? Some famous comedian has that with another song. But Ken used to really do it. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>